Hi, everybody, and welcome to Therefore I Geek. I'm Andrew. I'm Tracy. And I am not an animal! I am a human being! I don't even know what to say to that one. John Hurt died, and he was the Elephant Man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it took him a second. Okay. Usually, usually Andrew's with me, but you know, every now and again, sometimes he's like, "Nope, not this time." Yeah, that was one of them. <laughs> it was definitely one of them. All right, so today, folks, we are going to be talking about the unfortunate passing of John Hurt, the Axenar settlement. The saga is finally over. Yeah, and it, it, See, it's, it's, it's been no, a saga. Is it? This podcast has followed that story to its completion because you know how like. You read a story in the news and you're like, oh my God, that's outrageous. I wonder how it settles itself out. And then you never hear about it again. Yep. We have the complete story. That's why you have to listen to every episode. Damn straight. We're also going to be talking about the title for the new Star Wars. <laughs> yes, we are. Sorry. It's funny. I thought it was funny. The trailer for Logan, the trailer for Power Rangers. Na, 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 na. And I feel like I'm forgetting something. Aside from the. Uh, uh, so we are closing uh, with the Oscars, but I feel like I'm, I'm yeah. I feel like I'm forgetting a news story here. Uh, I mean, m- minor news story is is the girl the girl from Stranger Things is going to be in the next Godzilla, and I I that's like newsworthy to me. Like that's just it's Godzilla. You are quite the kaiju fan. Yeah, it's Godzilla. That's always worth mentioning. That, but that is about it. Like that, we, that that's covering. So, like I said, we're we're gonna close that with our our, our Oscar predictions, and uh, we got a pretty full 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 episode here. So we'll uh, go ahead and jump right into it. Axonar. Axodar is finally over, yes. You found this one, so lead into it. Basically, as dude kind of predicted, Paramount and Axonar have settled. Mm-hmm. And the long and short of it is that Axonar will actually get to be released as a, as a fan film, but they're going to have to go ahead and submit to the the fan film standards that Paramount has put forth. They put that one out about a year ago, right? Yeah, not quite, but close. Like We did an episode about that. We did. So, I mean, it, it brings it to an end. The The case will never go to go to trial as it was mm-hmm. scheduled to. And yeah, I'm kind of torn on this one. I mean, I mean, we've talked fairly at length uh, about intellectual property, but I think, you know, at the same time, yeah, they're still going to release XNR, but it's going to be grossly limited. Yeah, in, it's in definitely going it's, it's to be truncated. It's, that's for certain. Yeah, it's getting nerfed fairly hard. So the thing that gets me is that number one on those guidelines from sometime early last year, uh, quote, the fan production must be less than 15 minutes for a single self-contained story and or, or, no, or no more than two segments, episodes or parts, not to exceed 30 minutes total with no additional seasons, episode parts, sequels or remakes. Now, obviously, that's not a hard like if Paramount says, yeah, we're OK with it, then Axonar can go ahead and do its thing. But clearly, we're going to get a very different Axonar from what the we were promised two, three years ago. Yeah. yeah. And this was fan-funded, correct? Yes. yes. Although, I, I, I'm curious to see... I mean, we'll never know, but I'd, I'd be curious to find out how much money of that is still left. Yeah. Oh, given the... Yeah, given the all of the lawsuits and, and the back and forth. Uh, yeah, given everything, yes. That shit's not cheap. No. Lawyers are expensive. So that's the other thing about it is Axonar crowdfunded a little over a million dollars, and one of the bullet points for item six in that fan film guide is... CBS and Paramount Pictures do not object to limited fundraising for the creation of a fan production, whether one or two segments, and consists of these guidelines, so long as the total amount does not exceed 50000 including all platform fees, and when the 50000 goal is reached, all fundraising must cease. Now, they might not have 50000 left, for all I know, but 
Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I'd be curious to see if, if Alec Peters goes forward and, and gives us something, and and we shall see. You know, but it, it is basically settled. They've basically come to an agreement on this one. Yeah, I mean, I kind of suspect he will, only mm-hmm. because if he's fought this long, you know, I feel like he's going to at least finish it to completion. Yeah, now, I mean, uh, I, I certainly would. Obviously, the end goal on that one has changed, but... I'm curious, as a precedent, what this does to any future crowd... I'm, I wonder if any crowdfunding even happens. That, see, For that's such a short, big I mean, question. That's, just, that's would the you, really big question. Would either of you contribute money to a 15-minute Star Wars or Star Trek movie or episode maybe maybe but i'll be honest i didn't drop any money on this one no i, I, mean, I, I didn't I, either I'm not, I'm not really one of those guys who does drop money on crowdfunding stuff even yeah. when i really care about it. i've never done it so i've never been in the moment i probably should but i've never been at this moment where i'm like oh i'm gonna put my money down on this one the, the only time I, t- I i have tended to do it is for games or comics mm-hmm. i have a couple friends and who do i crowdfunded con man that we interviewed PJ Harzma, the uh, producer of Con Man, and I really liked the premise of it and thought it was something that was really interesting. Um, had a lot of the cre- or the actors from Firefly in it, and that was something I cared about. So I did crowdfund that. That's true, and I, I, yeah, I was a part of that as well. So yeah, no, I I thought about crowdfunding Pendulex movie, and I didn't do that. And then uh, if that, I, I mean, if there was about... one you were gonna do, that was it. Yeah, like, yeah, that's really it. It was going to be Pat. I was like, wow, this sounds really great because he basically on one of his podcasts, like, pitched it. And I was like, he did the whole story. He's like, here's the whole thing. If you like it and you want to see it made into a movie, send me money. And I had a close friend of mine who actually dumped a substantial amount on it and got to meet Penn and do movie night with him. Wow. Uh, so that, That's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. And I just was one of the things where I just didn't. I have thought about doing a Patreon for someone I really like on YouTube. Uh, it was kind of funny. He's a he's a long-form interviewer. And he was interviewing a bunch of people. And I was like, okay, so these are cool interviews. But they're kind of like YouTubers. It's supposed to be kind of a political uh, interview. So I'm not plugging it too hard because it's a little off topic. But I was like, if he interviews this one guy who I really took seriously as an intellectual, a public intellectual and a public thinker, maybe I'll support the show. And he actually interviewed the guy like three weeks after I thought that to myself. And I'm like, all right, I got to kind of like send him money now because like, I, I, <laughs> promised, I promised myself I would if he right. did what I hoped he would. And he did. I'm like, OK, now I got to do it. <laughs> nice. All right. So Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars The Last Jedi. The official name as of the 23rd. Yep. As, uh, as, yes, that was... What are your reactions? Because the jokes happened almost immediately. I mean, the jokes are still happening. Yes, it's true, but they, they started, like, right away. It was like... The jokes so, were better than the orig- than the title. They really were, weren't they? I mean, the one that was getting floated around the most was uh, Force Awakens, Last Jedi. Oh, look, we found another Jedi. <laughs> like that. It was like no, no. My my favorite is the four. Like they put three titles next to each other. You know, it's seven, eight, nine. It was the Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. The Last Jedi from his nap. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite one. That's a good. I remember that one. Yeah. Um, I mean, realistically, it's still better than Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Yeah, that, that has to be like <laughs> that, the, that's the low point. Down the worst title ever. For me, actually, surprisingly enough, my favorite title has always been The Phantom Menace. It, I that, that, it, that's a good one. It's a really cool title. Yep. Uh, this one's like The Last Jedi. It's it's cool, but again, there is some sort of irony to it that no one looks like. Eh. So, are we going to kill Mark Hamill? Is that what we're saying? Like, that's basically what it. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know about see the the way I think it's gonna go. When they say the last Jedi, mm-hmm. it's 
I mean, I realize we found we found Mark Hamill at the end, the very end of the last movie. You mean Luke Skywalker, right, guys? Sure, Mark Hamill. No, it's it's Mark Hamill. <laughs> no, it's Luke. There's no, it's Mark Hamill. He actually does that. Don't you know? He's been living on he's been living on this deserted island all these years, waiting for us to yeah. find him. Right. He's just been and he's just been sending us Joker tapes. That's that's really the two things he's been doing. <laughs> sending us tapes of him as Joker. No, but I I think it's it's going to be have to do more with him currently being the last Jedi. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. And then dying. <laughs> just, well, that's and having to train, thing. having to train the next generation and restart the whole process. Because there's typically only a few Jedi at any given time, anyway, right? I mean, not I mean, the, they're not as not the old, when, not in the yeah, old Republic. Oh. Yeah, they were like there were just Jedi all over the place. They there just were like thousands. Yeah, they're just like you open a closet, like there's a Jedi in here. What? <laughs> Get away. Well, typically any apartment that I rent, I make sure there is a Jedi that comes with it. Yes. So it's important. Yeah, it's which which was what I did wrong in my first apartment and why the air conditioning <laughs> never worked. That explains a lot actually. Like four minutes of hot water and the air conditioning never worked. There's suddenly as you bring it up, it's it's being a Jedi would probably be very useful when dealing with the landlords. Like you will fix the garbage disposal. I don't gotta fix the garbage disposal till Thursday. You will fix the garbage. No, I don't think it's <laughs> That's probably what turned most guys Sith was probably fighting with like either the homeowners association or their landlord. It's just, they just went straight to the dark side because well, I, I I would. Or in my case, it was uh, you know I I was like the only person in the fucking complex who paid his rent on time. <laughs> yes. Tur- turns out when like something breaks in your apartment and that's the case, dudes at your door to fix your shit in like fifteen minutes. That's nice. You know, it's funny. We had a we had a, a scare like a couple of weeks ago. As I'm sleeping, a girl wakes up in the morning to go to work and she comes into the room it's like five in the morning and she's like what is this and i'm like what what are we i'm asleep what are we talking about and the property management stuck a notice on our door that said uh notice to pay rent or move out in three days and i'm like so she's like really mad and i'm like no i'm the one who pays the rent i know i paid the rent that's that real and then so like but i'm still tired she's like we got to do something about this and i'm like put it over there i'm gonna go to sleep so i wake up <laughs> <laughs> she's like really like I'm like I'm too tired to care right now and so I wake up and I realize that they put it on the wrong door uh they 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 meant to put it on the door of the unit below me and not not my unit and because nice. I read over it and it, it was like the address was wrong the name was wrong and the amount was wrong because uh, I'm like I know I pay a lot more than that if that were the case like if I was that was the case then you know what I, you do? You take that letter right down to the office and you go, why are they paying so much less? And it apparently, it appears they don't pay on time. So I'd like my rent reduced. Yeah, I should have done that. But that was, uh, yeah, it was a noticeably less. And I was like, usually they give you like 30 days. I've never seen a like three days and get the hell out notice. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they're way past. Yeah, like probably. No, actually, no, they weren't. That's what got me. Because it said for the month of January 2017. Huh. I was like, hmm. So. Well, three days, that would be 30 days after it was due. I get. Well, it was. This was. This was early, like the first week in in January. So I think this oh, wow. tenant, wow. I think this wow. tenant has like a a history of being a pain in the ass. Probably. So I had, was... I actually had a similar scare. I found uh like on my doorstep step I found uh, a notice saying they were gonna turn off my <laughs> pa- turn off the power and I was just like uh I showed it to Becky I'm like what what the fuck and she's like no, it's for two doors down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's for it was for my house is fifteen oh three the house is fifteen oh five and the handwriting was sloppy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. I was like, well, what the we fuck? Did, we did lose water one time. Remember that? I do. That's why I mentioned <laughs> that. 
I get, I, I get to, I, and the best part is I got to Georgia and like just got into my hotel room. You call like, hey, there's, there's a thing on here that says the water got turned off. It's like, fuck. Yeah, I remember that. It wasn't oh like, it wasn't like um, we are going to turn the water off. It was like, when you walk into your house, you cannot flush the toilet. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was exactly what it was. I was just like, hmm. <laughs> I remember that was something. Anyway. Yeah, that was. Oof. Yeah, so that's good to be a Jedi in, again and wish we could be Jedis in Homeowner Association. Or at least have a closet Jedi. I mean. I mean, we have elves on the shelf. All right. So I, I want to talk about John Hurt passing away because Andrew and I, I don't know if it's been on this podcast, but Andrew and I have had a long-standing joke or a running gag between us that John Hurt dies in almost every freaking movie he's in. And now John Hurt has actually died for real. Yeah, there's, so there's, there's, there's some kind of morbid, like, yep, yep. twist to this. Is that yeah? We always talk about John Hurt dying on screen, and now he's actually died. Right, right. This would be like if I always Shaw thought that died. was his payment to to you know the River Sticks or whatever to keep him from having to actually die. Yeah, I mean the irony would have been like if John Hurt made it to like ninety and it was like the guy that dies in every movie <laughs> lives the longest, but sadly yeah. no. Uh, yeah. British actor, and I'll read from the Hollywood Reporter: British actor of stage and screen also received an Academy Award nom nomination. For our Midnight Express and was memorable in Alien, uh, three Harry Potter films, and Doctor Who. Uh, also, as a no, they don't even mention his cameo in Spaceballs, which I think is his best role of all time. <laughs> He's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he really he is. is. He is in a lot of stuff. Like they have, I'm listening here. He was in A Man of All Seasons, Midnight Express, The Elephant Man, uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Uh, the Wind and the Willing, The Wild and the Willing, excuse me. Uh, he was also in the 1984 adaptation of 1984. Uh, he's all he plays Winston Smith. Um, he is also in the animated version of Watership Down and Plague Dogs. So he's all over the place. The Ralph Bakshi Lord of the Rings. Ralph Bakshi Lord of the Rings, absolutely. He's um, Aragorn in that. Yep. I'm not missing. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Yep. No, because so uh, Rocco posted something from Ralph Bakshi's yes, Facebook. Right. Yes, I do remember that. Yes. Uh, and, and it's one of those things where he appears in like just really great, really great uh, like movies. Like even as he withdrew into like supporting roles is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Things like Snowpiercer, The Journey, and even most yeah. recently Jackie. No, he, he's done. Yeah, he was actually really good in Snowpiercer. Really like that role. I mean, he's, he's done so a lot of great also, things. I mean, I, I think, you know, probably the most iconic thing he's done is still you know, his death in alien but yeah absolutely that's the yep. thing is like we will remember him for an alien bursting out of his chest right i mean that's that's one of the most iconic deaths in all of film that hands down mm -hmm. yeah like right right up there with the girl getting pulled under by jaws in the opening sequence of jaws that, that is or really or, awesome. or the the shower scene in psycho sure yeah i mean like right. i think all three of those are like in the conversation yeah so rest in peace john hurt yeah, and the irony, here's the ultimate irony. He's Winston Smith in 1984, the guy fighting the totalitarian government. Mm -hmm. And in V for Vendetta, he's he, the dude in charge of it. Right, he's the totalitarian <laughs> government. Yeah, yep. it's really it's fun. He's, it's, he says he just does everything, so. That yeah. is. All right, so how about some trailers? Some trailers! I'm pumped. I, there's a couple of them, so I want to talk about Power Rangers, I want to talk about Logan, and I want to talk about one that I think we should have been talking about a little bit more that's coming out next month, Lego Batman, because if you've not been watching these things, they are awesome. Oh, they're ridiculous. <laughs> They are just did, so good. They are so good. I did love you like it. the last? Did you like the last Lego Movie or no? Were you a fan? I was. Yeah, I, I have not seen the whole thing. I've seen it in parts, and I've actually okay. seen like really interesting, like 
debates about it. It's really amazing that how how like this goofy kids movie has engendered some pretty strong like disagreements among people. Mm-hmm. Like there's like these people who are like it's this really strong like anti-business, anti-capitalist movie and like on the one side and then the other side there are people going actually no, this is like the most Hayekian movie that's been out in the last like 30 years because of its like push for you know anti-central planning and spontaneous order type so it's like amazing how that movie has been treated i need a screenshot of how excited dude is that people are fighting yes (laughs) well it was it was it was becky who posted something or was it tracy who posted something on my facebook wall that was becky Uh, it was becky was like i like this dude with a beard had a sign says i'll argue with anything you uh, i'll argue with you about anything or something like that it was like (laughs) Yep. Which is true because I just finally, like yesterday, wrapped up like a five-day Facebook. Oh article. my god! I and I read every minute of it and loved it. You did. It was like oh, it's like you... 110 comments, I think. Yeah, between like really, it was like four people, but mostly like there was really just two of us. Right. It was really just two. Is and like Warren on... again? Yes. yes it is. <laughs> god. And like. And like, to be honest, the last 20 comments of mine were like, hey, this ain't working. You just want to like talk in person <laughs> and he's just not getting it. Oh. And I'm like, dude, I mean, like, look, it's cool. I'm fine. And, you know, I don't make you, it. I'm, you, I'm caught him in the, you caught him in the middle of like a two day rant is what happened. Is that what it was? It was really funny because someone was like, there was a, there was a spectator kind of watching this also drop in some comments. And he was like. At the very end, the very bottom is like, I feel like Joseph has tried to end this conversation nine times. At least that many. At least. Yeah. And I, I wanted to post like that, that, that meme of Ariel, like I ain't even mad, but like that was, it was, it was fun. Don't get me wrong. I don't, I have nothing against the guy. I think he's, he's fun, but I've had a couple people going like, he's a piece of work. Well, he's kind of a piece of work, but he's fun. I like it. Right. But the, yeah. So the trailers though, Lego Batman, I really like. I really have high hopes for Lego Batman. Yeah, no, I I think the my favorite though I think is I think it's the first full trailer where he's sitting like microwaving the food. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like make, he's kind of making sound effects on his own. <laughs> yeah, he's like making. I like the part he's like he he doesn't type he doesn't pop in the number correctly, so he's like he's putting the food in there and he's like uh, not uh, not twenty minutes, you dumbass, stupid. It's just, okay, here we go. Yeah, and it's dark. He's like, he's like, he's got the lobster. He's like, uh, like I deserve this right now. I deserve this. Yep, I deserve. It. <laughs> yeah, it's so. I my favorite was the teaser when they're running down. Like, sir, I've been through you with all these moods back in 2016, 2012, 2000, 2008, 2005, 1997, 1994, 1991, like 1989. Like going through all the movies. Yep. No, that's just... that part's good. So I actually saw an article. I think it was on on Yahoo today. They are predicting that Lego Batman will have the highest opening this year for Valentine's Day, that it's going to beat out Fifty Shades Darker. Uh, possibly. I mean, I don't know, but just because I feel like there should be more buzz behind this, but maybe you guys are a little more connected. Do you do you see buzz? Because I don't see buzz. I don't see buzz, but I think, I think it's one of those, like, you ask people, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go see it. You mm. know, like, because it's, like, we've already done the Lego movie, so they already kind of have a... a a feeling of what it's going to be. And the Lego movie killed. It did. So many kids love that movie and adults did too. And mm-hmm. to be honest, I still have that stupid song stuck in my head. Yeah. And it's been yeah. years. So yeah. um, I think that having had that one big success, I think you're going to see a lot of families going back. For I hope one. so. I just look, and I hope it's good. I think it looks, it looks really funny because it's one yeah. of those things where 
let's just take the joke about Batman that we all tell each other. This, this is just like this. This Batman is the joke we all have about Batman. Like, and let's just make a movie about it, and and have Will Arnett do the voice. Right. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. is just how much more. And Ray Fiennes as like as Alfred and Michael Sarah as Robin. This is going to be Because let's be honest, if you if you have if you have a Lego Batman, you're making all these jokes when you're playing with him. Absolutely. And so... it's, like, it's it's like all the jokes we think it was like, "Wait, does Batman live in Bruce Wayne's basement?" Boy, I see it. Bruce Wayne lives in Batman's attic. <laughs> like that's exactly <laughs> yep. that's exactly how you would think Batman like when when he and I were playing Arkham City and Arkham like oh, Asylum, God. Yeah. which is a very dark serious game. We're making the same jokes <laughs> like you can't not get away from them yeah which i got to give my girl a lot of credit she is trying to beat the arkham games on hard the first time through like Oof. i've beaten them on hard but i've beaten them like three times prior and that's tough yeah it's tough but she's she does like that's what she does now like she's serious when it comes to gaming it's like you she plays every game on hard she just sets it right to hard and goes and dives in damn I'm like okay and you can right. hear her from the other room like god damn it come on <laughs> nice so how about Logan? Logan, I'm excited. I'm. I don't know. I've. I've never really been excited about a superhero movie before. I'm kind of pumped about this. One. <laughs> but this doesn't feel like a superhero. It's, movie, it's a new it? feeling for dude. Probably right. It's probably why. But like, I'm kind of like, kind of like this. I like. I like the stripped down, like you said, buddy, buddy stuff. Buddy I like, yeah, I like. I like. I like that they got just. They just got Patrick Stewart. They got Logan. They made it R, and they got the girl. And she's got do... two claws. He has three claws. Yeah, it's Patrick like I just... Stewart has Alzheimer's. Um, yeah, I'm, cu- yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see if she has the foot claw. The flip claw? What was foot. that? Foot. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah X23 yes. has a claw on her foot as well. Right. Oh, I don't remember that. She doesn't that... use yeah, look... that often, but... Okay. Yeah, you've got, a yeah. Print, you've got a print somewhere in your house of her, and the foot claw's uh, extended. Yes, I do. That's actually... I remember buying that print, and you and I were like, oh, this is really nice paper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and that was before I started putting shit on metal. And you're like, why Why is this on, you know, metal? Right. Like, oh, we can charge for it. Oh, okay, got it. Perfect, cool. <laughs> yeah, that was a good, that was a fun conversation we had at one of the conventions. Are you guys yeah. still, why are you guys putting this on metal? Because I can charge more for metal. Yeah, that's fair. Absolutely. Yeah, it, no. It, yeah, absolutely. It was really funny because it was like one of those things where some artist somewhere they didn't say who. We learned this last year at Phoenix. Was like it was metal. It was like some guy put it on metal. And he just was charging more. It didn't cost him all that much, but it was like it's on metal. And people were like, cool. It's like got a print on metal. And it's like oh, how much? Thirty dollars. Ha Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, though. That's people, really awesome. Yeah, it's absolutely like, Pete, look, I'm, I'm, I am a capitalist, so I'm like, you, you, you freely exchange that money for a sheet of metal with a drawing on it, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm looking forward to this one. It looks really, you know, like, I think of the three of us, I was probably the the, the most uh, hesitant to jump on this one, but I th- after the second trailer, I was like, well, uh, fuck me. Yeah, I would, I would agree, and you had good reason to, and I don't think you were, yeah. you were unreasonable in your skepticism, because I think I, I kind of agreed with it, is that... Did they learn the right lessons from Deadpool? It remains to be seen, but it appears like they did. But they didn't, they obviously didn't go the comedy route, but they at least kind of made it feel less superhero silly, which is, I yeah. think is a good thing. I love uh, the, the second, the Red Band trailer for the second one, for the, the second Red Band trailer. And uh, at the end, Patrick Stewart's like, I haven't eaten in three days and I'm fucking 90. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't I think like... I've ever heard Patrick Stewart curse. 
the dropping the f-bomb baby that was I, like you you probably just upped your gross by about 20 million right there uh, well i may or may not have gotten aroused yeah <laughs> yeah uh, so that was tracy what are you thinking this we're, we're, ab- dork, we're dorkasming over here i want i want the voice of reason to come in i look at this then we probably need to bring I, a fourth person in yeah probably yeah yeah <laughs> I look at this movie and I I actually I get it in a way that I haven't gotten an X-Men movie in a long time. Like it it rings very truthful e truthfully. It it rings it rings true. It it feels human, which is something that I haven't seen in a superhero movie, especially in a Fox movie in right. a really long time. Yeah. And I think that alone is going to bring people into the theaters. I, I'm inclined to agree with you. And, and really, I just want to add one last point is that after Apocalypse, you really God, have nowhere yeah. to go but up. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. I watched that actually for a second, uh, the second time about three or four weeks ago. Why do you and do this got, to yourself? Well, I was real bored and I was in the middle of something else. So it was just sort of noise in the background. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, this thing got worse. I didn't <laughs> think that was possible. I didn't really let, I mean, I was I was willing to cut some slack the first time I watched it. The second time I was not willing to cut it any slack. Yeah. It was so bad. It was like it was me so watching Star Trek Beyond again. I was like, good God, I paid for this the first time around. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, I mean, it, it can, it could get worse because there's always X three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. So let's do Power Rangers. So, right, so this one I'm going to basically leave to you guys because I was not a Power Rangers fan unless you count the ice cream with the bubblegum eyes. Well, you were not a, a Power Rangers fan because they didn't have electricity in the Amish barn you grew up with. And if you did, you would enjoy Power Rangers. But Well, I used to sneak off to my friend's house to watch <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So does that count? No, that does. That's full-on respect for that one. <laughs> like, the, like the cartoon with like the redhead April O'Neil. Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. No, full full on like on usa networks that's what it was on absolutely was yes yep. actually and then my friends never wanted to watch it so i would like steal the remote from them and then yeah. sit on it under the pillow so that they could get it back in their own house yes. someone's like mom can we call the police and get this stranger out of our house we want to watch TV. <laughs> like mom the Amish girl wants to watch tv again get her <laughs> Here's the thing, and I know this is not a good metric because I tried to use this as a metric for Ghostbusters last year, and it blew up in my face, like 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 eyebrows burned off my face, thinking that Ghostbusters, based on the audience reaction I was seeing in the theaters I was going to leading up to that film, would have been, well, this is going to make a ton of money, and Ghostbusters wound up losing like seventy million. So, but but people are breaking out in applause watching this Power Rangers flick, and now we get or this trailer. And now we get to see Zordon, we get to see the droid, we get to see more Elizabeth Banks, which is always a good thing. Always. <laughs> and, and and the Zords, and it looks pretty badass. Like, it looks it looks fun. It's like, it still looks like if you did, if John Hughes made an action movie. But it's still, I'm okay with that. What it's do you awesome. guys feel like about this this sort of trend towards pandering to 80s kids, though? I mean, like, well, I mean, that's no, not... this is 90s that, kids. That's, yeah, this, this is solidly uh, okay. our generation. No, I, we, we, but, we, but how do you feel being pandered to? Are you okay with it? Is this cool? Uh, that's a separate topic. Let, I want to talk about that in a second. I want to know what you thought of the trailer, though. Thoughts? I, I mean, I'm I'm excited for it. Like the first one, I was kind of like, okay, you know, we're doing Power Rangers, fine. This one, I think was was more interesting. I think the one they showed more. Also, like the first trailer had a lot of just setup. Yep. But it was a good like three quarters setup, and then very little payoff. This one was like 
50 50 and, and that 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 helps sell me a little bit more yeah i think it, it showed it's got humor it's got it's got some heart to it it at least appears to have humor some heart and some action and and some some gravitas a little bit of seriousness but somewhat tongue-in-cheek at the same time yeah it's it those are good combinations uh you don't want to take these too seriously otherwise they come off as goofy that's why 21 jump street worked that's why i hope the new baywatch will work if you haven't seen those trailers, watch those. Those are yeah, really Baywatch funny. trailers really funny. Really funny. So is it like she's running in slow motion? You see it too? Like it's really funny. Yeah. But like I, I have some high hopes for this one, and the audiences seem to be dig it. Now to Tracy's point, yes, they have absolutely been pandering to the '90s kids, right? Because now we have disposable income, and yep. uh, that's really it. That, that's the only reason. For many why of us, the first time in our lives. Well, yes, disposable absolutely. income, and a lot of us, you know, have kids, and we're like, "Oh, I love this as a kid. My kid's gonna love this." Yeah. I'm dragging them to it. I don't care. I will make my kids like the Lego Movie. <laughs> exactly. Like I, I fully intend on forcing my children to watch movies I like. Yes. You know, it's, it's absolutely. It's absolutely, the, the only reason why there was even a discussion about making a Gambit movie was because '90s kids really liked the Gambit from the X-Men cartoon. The only reason why there was ever a discussion about making that gambit. Movie. There are still yeah. discussions about that. Yes, I mean, there, we came like that, like within a hair's breadth of that really happening, and now it's yeah. off in developmental hell. But, but the Thank only God. reason why, yes, but the only reason why that was even brought up in serious conversation is because '90s kids have money and they liked Gambit in that cartoon. Right. And I'll tell you, I would have dropped my money to watch Channing Tatum. <laughs> Be Gambit, especially, and the truth like, comes out. Absolutely, I think he's great. Shirtless Gambit, like the whole movie. <laughs> he was really funny in Hail Caesar. He's good. That's actually, good. I think that's the only movie I liked him in. I watched The Hateful Eight the other day, um, and that was the topic. That was one of the topics of the podcast we did, we released last week. Uh, that Kurt and I talked about Kurt Russell, and he was just ugh. I was like, really? I, liked, I know. I really liked him. He's great in Magic Mike too. Both of them. Wait. If Michael Fassbender has reason to be envious. Uh, yeah, I was like, if you guys could have seen the facial expression dude just made. <laughs> I will say this, though. Joe Mangello had the best part of Magic Mike 2. Like, he really did. The part where he, like, tries to make the, the, the gas extendant clerk smile by, like, dancing through the gas station, like, convenience store section. It's really funny. I it's actually just... have not seen that movie. I like Joe Mangello, though. I used to like him in True Blood, which was the tra one of the trashiest shows I've ever loved. He's I like him. I thought he would have made a great Doctor Strange, but... What, hang on, no, no. I want to know what Tracy considers trashier than True Blood. I, no, I said that was the trashiest show said, I've ever no, liked. No, you said one of. Good, oh, damn. Good <laughs> I also liked iZombie. Oh, damn. Let's hear this. I also really liked iZombie, which is, I guess, not as not quite as trashy, trashy, but. I mean, unless you're unless you're watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians, I don't think you're gonna hit trashier than True Blood. That's true, especially the later seasons, which, to be honest, I didn't like as much. I mean, I watched three seasons, or not three seasons, three. I'm sorry, three episodes of it because a girl I was talking to was interested in it. And I'm like, I no, I can't fucking do this. <laughs> Cannot Wait, do this. Out of the first, you... out of the first season, or like later on, the or first three. Oh man, and it, you still it, weren't sucked in. It went nowhere. Not a teenage woman. It went nowhere. Neither was she. The show <laughs> she went nowhere. nowhere. This is the moment in the podcast where we play Britney Spears. I'm not a girl. Not yet a, a woman. <laughs> Leave Britney alone. She was three. She she was three years older than I was. I remember I lied to a girl and told her I really liked Donnie Darko to go out on a date with her. <laughs> how'd, that, that how'd, how'd that go for you? I got the date. <laughs> That's nice. It. Nice. I fucking hated that movie. 
but she was like, it's my favorite movie ever. You've got to watch it. We can't be friends. And I, I, I watched it. I don't know why I watched it. I should have just watched it. I should have just like, I'm going to put that there and tell her I loved it. But I think I, <laughs> I think I watched it in case she would have quizzed me on it. And then I was like, yeah, it was I think great. I, I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> Do you? Uh, this was a long time ago. I was still in college, but you know. Okay, then no, never mind. It wasn't the one I was thinking of. Okay, no, yeah, but that's uh, that was fun. Okay, so let's get to the meat of this. Oscars, Oscar nods. Okay, so I haven't Before seen. Before we all jump the... into the meat of this show, can we quickly reference the fact that we are recording our one hundredth episode? We no, are. why didn't you say start? You should have done something special. I said that. Eight, well, I said that twenty episodes ago, and I got no feedback. Oh, <laughs> well, look, the group chat. <laughs> Ken's shit gets lost in that group chat. In between, like news articles, bickering. And then just random conversations. The actual important co- gets lost. This this is not this is not a false statement. It's true. We should just do screenshots of this so our audience actually knows how full of shit that stupid chat is. Yeah, but yeah. I love it. But they're gonna realize how full of shit we are. Like, yeah, mo- I mean, Tracy, like more yeah, than more than they already know. Chat. I was gonna say, if they haven't figured that out by episode one hundred, I don't know what to tell them. Mm-mm. They're on board. No, they're 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 inmates are running the asylum now. <laughs> yep. But, so yeah, it's a hundred episode Oscars. Let's. I haven't seen all of these. I haven't seen right? like most of these. This will be fun. But but so I don't want to do all the predictions just quite yet. But just reactions. Let's just run through the big categories. So best picture, and we're still with like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine nominations. This is we're in the age of multiple nomination, a large number of nominations. One sci-fi film has actually made the list. <gasps> Sci-fi films actually made the list. The, the fucker's going down in flames, though. It's absolutely going to go down. <laughs> we have Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight. Now, I have been saying to you guys privately and on this podcast, 2016 was a bit of a down year for movies. None of these jump out at me as a, oh my God, this is a great film. Yep. Your reactions. What do you think? I, mean, I think given the the issues that they had last year um, with the hashtag about being all white Oscars or something like that, that they're really going out of their way to make sure this is a diverse list, which I think is a good thing. Um, so I'm I'm thinking it's probably going to go to either Hidden Figures or Fences just based on that. Mm-hmm. And that's that's very uninformed opinion. But there you go. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I think the only one of these on, on here I've seen is Hidden Figures. I mean, there's some there's some ones that, from my understanding, there's at least there are at least strong films like Fences, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hidden Figures, La La Land. Everyone's been talking about. Well, La La Land got 14 nominations that matches Titanic, and I think... Apparently, it was actually designed as, like, Academy fellatio, so that makes sense. I believe that, but that's still remarkable. Yeah, it's still. I mean, yeah, it's it's the same number as Titanic. Um, the I mean, and then I was thinking Ben Hur won thirteen. Right. Oh, good point. Yeah, forgot about that. So I, but I don't know if they were nominated for more than thirteen, or quite honestly, if there were more than thirteen categories, they could they could have been nominated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it's don't... so far back in in you know Hollywood history that. Right. This is back in the Ben Hur's late fifties, I think. Yeah. There's actually no record. We don't know. We don't know. Back then, it was just Ben Hur is actually the original Ben Hur with Charlton Heston. You see it on slabs, and they just, you know, like rock slabs, they just pass them by in front of you really quick. Charlton Heston or, or no? Um, Charlton Heston. Was he in that? Yeah. Yes. Charlton Heston is due to Ben Hur. That's when character. he was. Doing, yeah. So pushed together bottom teeth like me. It's great. Is in a man. Like Charlton he was Heston such a man's man, a man, though. I remember. Man. 
I yeah. never had like a crush crush on him, but I remember always seeing him as like a man's man. Man, totally. Best role he ever did was Wayne's World too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a better actor? <laughs> yeah. I know it's a small part, but complete, you know? Uh, so, I mean, I look, I saw La La Land earlier in the week. It's good, but Tracy's not wrong. It's it's fellatio for Hollywood. It's just, isn't it great to be famous and, and a performer in Hollywood? And it's like, yeah, I, I assume it is. Why don't you tell me how nice it is? Okay. <laughs> just it's famous people, people tell me. It's famous people pretending to be down and out people who want to be famous and then yeah. become famous and then their lives are great. Yeah. Okay. So it's nice, don't get me wrong, but that seems to be the lead favorite. I saw Arrival. It's okay. It was just okay. I was actually kind of underwhelmed by it. I've seen the production of Fences. I didn't. I have not seen the, the, the adaptation. I like right. Fences. Don't get me wrong. Um, I don't know if there's a lot of buzz behind it. Hacksaw Ridge, I did enjoy, and I was surprised I enjoyed it. I was really surprised I, I enjoyed it, especially because the cast was a bunch of like actors I very rarely take seriously. Yeah. And I had a, I took them seriously. Mel makes good movies. Mel. Yeah, he does. It's just so insane. Just don't don't uh, speak to people ever or drink or interact drink. with the police officers or social media or anything. Yeah. Take no photos. Yeah, just nothing. And never be anywhere where photos could be taken. Right, just but just you can glare at Meryl Streep. I'm okay if you do that. That was that was, <laughs> that was awesome. Arrival, I should point out, is the same guy who directed uh, Sicario Latin 2015. I finally watched that, and you were so right. It's so good. It's fantastic. And no, Hell or did not high, expect that. Yeah, and Hell or High Water is from the same writer. So, like, the Sicario bloodline is still out there. Um, okay. I didn't see Hidden Figure. I want to. La La we talked about. Heard good things about Lion. Don't know. I uh, want to check it out. Manchester by the Sea. Great performances. Great performances. Kind of long and boring. Is, i got to say, a little, little bit. A little bit. It's good, The though. name just says that it will be, though. I listen to that name, and I go, I will sleep through the black yeah, it's of almost that. Two, it's almost two and a half hours of self-loathing. Ooh, two and a half ooh. hour drama is rough. It's rough, but it, it is good. Like, the performances are really good. Like, Kate, I like Casey Affleck and Michelle Williams, and they're good. And Casey, I Casey Affleck has slowly grown on me. Yeah, I can see why. Uh, the directors are kind of like a smaller group. Dennis Villanueva from Arrival, the man who directed Sicario. Mel Gibson, again, Crazy Mel, making good movies. Uh, Damien Chazelle. I can't... Damien, F your last name, La La Land. Probably going to do um, Kenneth Lonergan, Lonergan, Manchester by the Sea, and Barry Jenkins for Moonlight. We're and looking at we're looking at director. Best director. director, yeah, best director. Do you think the Academy is ready to give Mel Gibson another award? Not even close. Yeah, that's and what th I this is the same group that gave uh, Roman Polanski an Oscar for The Pianist, and I don't think he's going to get it. I don't. I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. Not not in this day and age, in this atmosphere, and with with what's all going on in in yeah. the, yeah. the political and and, no and with with Gibson's background. Yeah, it's just not no. Grant, I'm gonna give Do you know, I went to a theater one time, and I had some little twit that went in my like group of people that said that the best thing that Mel Gibson ever did was Braveheart and I was like Braveheart was pretty like good, it was though. the only good thing that's what it was it was oh. the only good thing he ever did and I was like go back and uh, watch Lethal Weapon yeah can, Lethal can, can, can we talk about any of those can we talk about how he lifted Robert Downey Jr. literally out of the gutter can we talk about like literally like so many things oh my yeah, no, yeah, and Apocalypto didn't do well, but I remember it was right after like the craziness happened. Yep, and and my buddy actually Rich not a went, bad movie. No, we watched we, we we watched it and we we walked out of the theater 
and we didn't talk to each other until we got to the car and we sat down in the car and we went, that was a good fucking movie. Like, yes, yes, that was really good. Like, we just watched something amazing. Like, we really... Yeah. That I, was something I don't think I watched seen. it for a, a couple of years until a couple of years after it came out and I was like, damn. Yeah. I was missing out. Yeah, we watched it. We were just like, we just experienced something. So, now, best actor is a little bit... It, this amazed me. So, Casey Affleck for Manchester by the Sea, Andrew Garfield for Hacksaw Ridge, which, blew, again, blows my mind, is that... I would never take Andrew Garfield seriously. And somehow Mel Mel got him an Oscar nod. Right. I mean, got to take this seriously. Ryan Gosling, who I think is great. Uh, Viggo Mortensen. Good to see Viggo back from Captain Fantastic. No one saw this movie. I'm sorry. No one saw it. I saw a trailer for it, and I'm like, no one's going to watch this. And no one did. <laughs> uh, and then Denzel for Fences because it, he did Fences. Um, Viggo, let's be honest. Viggo ran out of Lord of the Rings money. Yeah. Well, I mean, he just does little crap. You he know? does little he artsy does, stuff. Yeah. He does. You know, the, the last time Viggo Mortensen came up for air, as far as we were concerned, was The Road. Yep. The, the yep. Road. Yep. And then before that was history of violence yes that's true that's true uh, and then what was the horse race movie he did hidalgo there you go oh hidalgo i actually really liked hidalgo i forgot he was in that that's right yep i personally you know i'd like to see casey affleck but you know who knows at this point yeah i mean that's a, that's a fairly wide open group i, I, I would say it if it's at least a four-way yeah and that's the thing is it really is all of these, are, I think, are wide open. I, obviously, La La Land will be the favorite going in just because of volume. But so Best Actress is a little bit different. I haven't seen a lot of these. So um, Isabel Hubert for Elle, Ruth Nega for Loving, Natalie Portman for Jackie, Emma Stone for La La Land, Meryl Streep for Florence Foster Jenkins. I, I saw one of these. And I don't think most of America has seen a lot of these. This is one of those things where it's just, it feels like Oscar's a little bit out of touch because just no one is seeing these. Yeah, but like Loving was designed for critics. Sure. Um, I didn't actually see that movie, but I saw a bunch of trailers for it and I read a lot about it. It had a lot of um, pull for me because I have a soft spot for any interracial relationship because couples that go through that are go through a lot and well, this so, yeah, they, and this was the supreme court case that made it happen exactly and so i i think critically though that that one makes sense i'm not sure about the other ones yeah no, I, I, at the I, same I, time I, though i, I would say I mean, it feels like they're a little, little out of touch but at the same time i'd have a hard time putting something else in there yeah i and again it's just because i feel like this is just one of those down uh, 2016 was one of those down years yeah and so now best we were focused on other shit the world was going to hell yeah, I mean, and now it's in hell, apparently, if you listen to certain people. This is this is what hell According happened. According to my Facebook feed. Yeah, we're all dying right now. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, dead. Uh, so, Best Supporting Actor, Mahershala Ali for Moonlight, Jeff Bridges for Hello, High Water, Lucas Hedges for Manchester by the Sea, Dev Patel for Lion, and Michael Shannon for Nocturnal Animals. Michael Shannon, no. Please, God, no. <laughs> I mean... No. I love watching him fall apart on screen, sure. but no. I was gonna say I'm, I'm actually Oscar for it. I'm actually a fan of Dev Patel. I had a friend of mine uh, after he saw Lion just like send me a text going, "Dev Patel is a is one hunk of man." Like he just he just liked Dev Patel. I mean I, that's not what that's not how I would describe him, but <laughs> I mean, he, he was in the newsroom and I really liked the like liked him liked his character mm -hmm. i'd like to see jeff bridges win something yeah. i feel yeah I just, he was very good in hell or high water and uh i just you know can we just give him this oscar and we'll be like look this one's really for the big lebowski that's just what everyone loves you for <laughs> i feel like that happens a lot in the oscars though like they give I'm you a, an oscar for something and you look at it and you're like what the 
fuck? That's why Scorsese Scorsese no, 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 no. got one for um, The Departed. Yes, that was like, yep. this is really for, you know... Everything else. Uh, yeah, basically, it was about to go down the list. Like, yeah. this is for this Casino, is for your... Goodfellas, Raging Bull, uh, Last of His Christ, and Taxi Cab. Yeah, this, this is for your filmography. Yeah, that was really what it felt like. Especially, it's like, and we're going to have two of your best friends to give it to you. Like, it was pretty obvious yeah. where they were going. And that's just uh, that was that's basically my take on it. Um, best supporting actress Viola Davis for Fences. I feel like this one is our probably our only lock. It's just me, yeah. but uh, Naomi Harris, Moonlight, Nicole Kidman, Lion, um, Octavia Spencer, Hidden Figures, and Michelle Williams for Manchester. I'm the, I'm a little surprised they're calling Viola Davis a supporting actress. That's that took me by surprise too, but be, because it it really is like Denzel Washington's character. Like those are. It's a two lead. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think I feel I, like I, that's a little bit of a of a put down on that. I mean, I don't know who do they have in. The, I'm look, glancing back at the leading actresses. Yeah, and there's not really anything in. We just talked about the actresses in leading roles and how there's almost nothing there. It makes sense that they would have. I mean, I could see if they had a strong actress in the other section where they were like, well, we want to make sure that Viola gets an opportunity to actually get something, so we'll yeah. put her in. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, and it's true. And what makes the supporting actor and actress is always strange because, like, sometimes you get a nomination for Best Supporting Actress and you were in the movie, like, five minutes. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking back to, like, um, Mira Sovino in Mighty Aphrodite uh, got the Oscar and she was in it for, like, a couple minutes. You're like, okay. So I did a great PR team. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for your consideration. Yeah, uh, or something yeah. like that. I don't, I don't remember if it was Mira Sovino or not, but... And those are the, the big categories. The rest is just screenplays. Hell or High Water, La La Land, Lobster, Manchester by the Sea, 20th Century Women. But we didn't talk about the animated feature film. I was oh, like yeah. talking about that one. Let's do that. That's actually a really good... I'm going to scroll down to that one. Where the F is that? Kubo there and the is. Two Strings. Mona. My like. My Life as a Zucchini. I didn't even know that was a thing. Uh, Red Turtle like... and Zootopia. The only one I've actually seen out of these is Zootopia, but I've heard dude's good things about little, Mona. Dude's favorite little police state. Yes. <laughs> Zootopia? Yeah. I, you know, I, I really liked Moana. You don't want to start a howl. Oh! <laughs> I I I I can I I didn't see Moana. I saw Kubo. I really liked Kubo. That's right. I remember you raving about that after you I got. I really really liked Kubo because that was like one of those throwback movies to the, like the boy adventure movies from the eighties. Yeah. It had that. It, it was really. It was really done well, and I really liked it. I mean, it honestly, was, I think it's going to be between Kubo and Moana. You're probably. You think so? Yeah, you're probably. You don't think Zootopia's got? I, I, don't, I feel like. Zootopia, I think people really? like Zootopia. I think Moana was just stronger. I've having seen okay, both of yeah. them. I thought okay. I thought Moana was was stronger. Zootopia is not a strong film at all. It's a feel good movie for little is. kids. I mean, I'm going just based on the buzz and 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 the the response I should say to those two films. Zootopia got a huge response. I can't say that I've detected the same for Moana, but I I could I be think, wrong. But I th I think Moana's ticket sales. I think Moana outsold Zootopia. I think so. Okay, I'll I'll. I'll I'll defer to you on that one because I'm not but sure. But Zootopia has been out long enough that it's actually on Netflix now. Yeah. It's been out quite a bit longer. Yeah, it came out earlier last year, and it, it was a huge hit. Uh, surprised the heck out of me. But yeah. I, I mean, and Red Turtle is coming out in a local theater soon. It's one of the uh, Studio Ghibli. In this in this category, they, they, they can mix foreign and domestic. 
Yep. And Red Turtle is a is a Studio Ghibli film that looks it's like a dude abandoned on an island and then lives on the island. And I just I want I no one was speaking in the trailer, so I was like I'm gonna have to see this now because I although the last Studio Ghibli movie I saw was last year I it was super forgettable. Don't even ask me the name. It was just huh. very so like almost every non Miyazaki Ghibli film is. There's something wrong with them. Yeah. I have heard that. I have heard that. The, uh, yeah. the the one the one what the fuck category I'd like to point out makeup yeah. makeup and hairstyling. Oh yes, let's do that. Wait, let's... let me find it. Hang on. So it, it, once you hit, it's it's, it's only three of them. Uh-huh. A man called oh, Ove, Star Trek Beyond, and Suicide uh-huh. Squad. Yep. Like yeah. two. <laughs> two of... <laughs> I was, I really what? was live streaming this because Tracy's face was just. Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah. Star Trek Beyond hair and makeup. It's it's the one girl. It's the one chick. It's also not good. Yeah. It's not. No, it's not good. But but there's only one person that's like overly made up and with crazy. I mean, we didn't even get the green the green chick in her underwear this time. No. Yeah. (laughs) I want I want her back. That's probably why this one sucked. Because at least in the previous two Star Treks, we got babes in underpants, and we got no underpants in this one. (laughs) Because we and got then, the green chick in underpants in the first one, and then we got the blonde in underpants, and that was amazing. And no underpants. Need more underpants. And then Suicide Axenor, Squad was just... Oh, <laughs> fuck me. I said Suicide Squad was just... Oh, fuck me bad. Yeah, that was a bad film. I, I, I mean, I'll be honest. Even, like, just the character design for Harley Quinn on that one still fucking grates me. It's just a, so bad. You didn't like that, did you? No, I really didn't. I okay. like the Aztec guy. He was cool. Who apparently, I just learned, was also one of Joker's henchmen. He was the guy wearing the eyeball helmet. Like, the actor who played oh. the Aztec dude. Huh. He was the dude. He also wore the eyeball helmet. Just one of those things. He's like, I want to do something else. I also learned that Benedict Cumberbatch was Dormammu's face. He did the mocap for it. Nice. I, see, I, was, I, was, I was plotting around on YouTube trying to find topics. Wait, it, I, wait. I think we jumped films, right? Dorm- yeah, we did. I jumped Dormammu's in. Dormammu's Doctor uh, Strange. Okay. Doctor Strange. I did, but I don't know. I really like Margot Robbie, so I think I gave Harley Quinn's design a pass just because I really like Margot Robbie. Look, I'm not saying she didn't look good. I just don't like the design. I know. I know you said that. I'm okay with that. I'm <laughs> saying you're probably 100% right. Margot and Robbie dangled upside down from a cage. Enough yeah. said. Yeah, she I wins. Like, like, Andrew's not wrong. Like I, I offer no reasoned argument <laughs> to contradict anything he has said, but my undying love for Margot Robbie. This is the same reason why I saw Tarzan to watch. <laughs> like that woman just glowed, right? Like if you watch Tarzan, they were like, we're just going to make Margot Ro- Robbie like pregnant glow the entire movie. Like that's what we're going to do. With and you're like, yeah, like I, I, I do that. I make her pregnant too. Like that's just, it's Tarzan, right? That's just what you do. It's I get it. Right? It's it's that's it's she's fantastic. Nice. But Andrew's entirely right. <laughs> Probably terrible design. Didn't notice. All right, so this, he was upside down from a cage. So since so this is the the first time we've gotten the the three of us together in a couple of weeks, Tracy, what have you been into? Well, I guess I should announce on the podcast that I'm getting married. So I've been doing a lot of wedding stuff. It's just, annoying. I just love the way she, I should like uh, I should like announce that like uh, I'm getting married. That's that's a thing. That's happening. You know. Yeah. I mean, it happened. It happened so, sound, like sound, sound more. Sound more excited. Tra- oh, Tra- I mean, I'm totally excited. Tracy has this great face. If if you see her on Facebook and she smiles, it's like this. 
I'm not really impressed, but I'm going to try and look impressed or, or ex- excited or something. It's just. No, you know why? Not you know, impressed. You want to know the reason behind that, that look? Because I actually have a reason. Oh, okay. But... I get really excited. Like, you, I mean, we, we Skype chat all of these recordings. So I'm like, I have a very expressive face. But if you take a photo of me when I'm actually like beaming the way I'm, I'm really excited and happy, I look like a total lunatic. Like <laughs> eyes rolling back, super crazy smile, way too much like gum to teeth ratio. It's nuts. So I like tone it way down when I know so that you, the photo's so being taken. So you look like how you sound is what you're saying. Oh yeah, totally. I'm okay, totally gotcha. bonkers. If you guys ever read the Awkward Yeti comics, I'm totally yeah. heart. Yeah. I didn't like it. I had to come to terms with that situation, but I'm totally heart. <laughs> yeah, and what, Andrew is brain. That only took you about an hour. Yeah. Like, I, I was remember... mad. when. <laughs> yeah, you were. I sent, Andrew, I sent... So Andrew sent this to me, and he goes, you're totally heart in this comic. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm analytical. I'm rational. I make reasoned decisions. And he was like, you're heart. And then about an hour am... about an hour later, after she'd read like all of them, she's like, all I, all I get back is a text, fuck you, I'm heart. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, so I try to tone it down if I know someone's taking a picture of me, just so I don't look like a total crazy person. But yeah. Anyway, so th- that's a lot of what I've been doing. Um, I, yeah, I, I got a bunch of books from Thrift Books. I keep talking about them. Um, I've got a book called The Brothers by Stephen Kinzer. It's about John Foster Dulles and Alan Dulles. The two, um, one of them was the head of the State Department. The other one was the head of the CIA at the same time under, um, not Johnson, who am I thinking of? Kennedy. Eisenhower. 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 And basically how they fucked up South America. It's oh, really yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's 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 actually a really and awesome. Boy, book. did they ever! And boy, did they ever! And this is this book walks a pretty neutral line politically, I think, and but still gives you a really good idea of what happened. That's really interesting. And then I have another one that's following right behind it. I'm about to pick up called the Persian Puzzle, and that's specifically about Iraq. And I, well, I'm sorry, Iran, Iran, mm-hmm. Mossadegh. So yeah. Dude. So yeah. Oh, and and I finished 1984 <laughs> because nice. he asked me to. I did. It's funny. Did you see like the news articles? Because like Kyle sent it to me. It was like, uh, "Hey, 1984 is back on the bestseller list." <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. I was like, ah, yeah, and I've been seeing people, been putting out little brush fires where I see people go, getting stuff wrong. Wait, stop. No, that's not right. But, um, no, things have been pretty low-key for me. I got back into the Batman Arkham games because the girl had her wisdom teeth taken out, and she thought it would be kind of like, oh, my tonsils are going to get taken out. So, like, I'll just wake up from the surgery and play video games all weekend. Nope, that's not how it turned out at nope. all. No, 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 no. Apparently, she's, uh, she got super sick, um, and it was rough. So yeah. I played I so I played Batman all weekend and that was pretty cool. That was really about it. That's that's I haven't really done anything uh, new or exciting or uh, other than seeing La La Land this week and we went to go see The Founder, which was one of those movies they dump in to set uh excuse me in January because they don't think it's going to be that good for Oscars. It actually wasn't that bad. It was Michael Keaton and the story of how Ray Kroc made McDonald's McDonald's and Michael Keaton as Ray Kroc. Very good. Like, like Michael Keaton. Nice. Yeah, I, I've actually seen some stuff about that the last few days, and I thought that was kind of interesting looking. So uh, let's see. I have I was actually in Albany last week for a trip for work, which in and of itself the trip was a lot of fun. Uh, I got to visit several Albany comic book stores, a couple nice ones and a couple of sketchy ones. Yeah. <laughs> sketchy comic book stores. Yeah. And then today, just kind of killing some time while I was eating and whatnot. 
I started watching uh, season three of The Flash. Which oh, well, is... you just reminded me of something. I have actually really started to get into this show called The Good Place. Kind of on the on the fence about it, but I'm like thirteen up. Ep- I'm thirteen episodes in. I'm like, okay, now I'm sold. Just throwing that out there. No, I, I actually I I heard it takes a pretty a pretty good twist. It does. And it's written really smart. It's smart writing, and that's rare for network TV. Yeah, uh, no, I'm enjoying Flash. Like it's season three, so the beginning is is Flashpoint, where Flash basically fucks up the timeline. Ah, and now he's got to deal with it. Fucking Flash. Fucking time travel. Yeah, fucking time. That's goddamn right. <laughs> so no, that's where uh... are you, Ray Bradbury? Oh yeah, he's dead too. Come on. Come on. Damn you, 2016. I oh. got it. I got it. No, no, we'll, we'll go. No, <laughs> no, we'll go back in time and get Ray Bradbury. That'll fix yeah. it. <laughs> We're going to do that. He's like, did you not read my books? <laughs> the fuck is the matter with you people? Uh, 100th episode of Therefore I Geek Podcast, record-setting F-bombs. That's that's for sure. That's what we did. That's special. I mean, there have, been, there have been a bunch of them. I don't. I honestly, I don't I know if it's. I give that one to you, but fine. I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know if it's a record. There have been a couple times I've gone off. Oh, okay. <laughs> some of the, some of the. We should do a montage of all the times Andrew said "fuck." That should be our. I don't have that kind of time. There are now a hundred <laughs> episodes for me to listen to. <laughs> this is also something that got lost in the group chat. Like, hey, yeah. we should we should put put a bunch of clips together for an introduction. All right, can you guys help me out and like point me into the right direction? Chirp, no. chirp, chirp, <laughs> chirp. <laughs> I actually thought of that, and I had some ideas. I just never posted them in the group chat. Oh, yeah. Thank, yeah thanks, Tracy. <laughs> Good job, Tracy. Okay. All right, folks. If you like what we do, make sure you head on over to thereforegeek.com. Check out our blog posts and our podcast. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter. And you can find this podcast and other podcasts like it on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and YouTube. <laughs> so once again, I'm Andrew. I'm Tracy. I'm Duder. And you've been listening to Therefore a Geek for a hundred fucking episodes.